0: Into the mic, I told you. If <laughs> you have to fart... That made a really good noise, too. Yes. If that you have was... to fart, please
1: do it directly into the mic, because then we can use it and it'll, it'll be funny.
0: That was so wet. Yeah, and you just wasted it. that wonderful uh,
1: wet fart. Now I can't use it as yeah, a Yeah,
0: but. but you never know if it's going to be a good wet one like that. Normally they're just little toots and you don't want to fucking capture that. <laughs> a little...
1: Yeah, I, I don't want you to force anything, too, because... <laughs> <no, laughs> You get some poo spray on that microphone, I won't be happy. Oh, yeah. I'll be replacing that pop filter very no, quickly. No, no,
0: because I won't be happy either because i got to stick my mouth so fucking close to this thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the first thing I want to talk about quickly before we jump into the show is just this really heartwarming and silly and awesome story. It was pointed out to me from a mate of mine at work and it's uh, basically... Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing are both releasing on the same day, March 20th. And mm. for some reason, because of that, everyone's... The the fans of Doom Eternal and the fans of Animal Crossing have sort of united and <laughs> it's made all this really cool and bizarre and funny fan art, um, basically around... Generally around the Doom guy and a is- I think Isabelle or Isabella is the main character or one of the characters from um uh from animal crossing hmm. but yeah i just wanted to show you some of the art there just have a flick through on twitter there anyone uh yeah listening listening at home uh definitely check out doom cross animal crossing uh, on twitter and see all the wonderful <laughs> fan art that's been been made i've seen i've seen one there of uh the doom guy sitting there holding a spine it says you found one spine i thought that was clever and funny
0: the first thing that that's leaping out to me is my god the doom guy and master chief Looks so fucking yeah, similar.
1: I, I don't understand what the thought process was behind the Doom guy, but yeah, he's the same fucking dude well,
0: essentially. I, well, I think the Doom guy. Well, the Doom guy came first, right? So,
1: well, I well, I don't know because I don't think there was a character model for him in the old Doom games. I they had did, did they have an image of what he looked like?
0: Yeah, I think I remember artwork, but I think he had a face. I don't think I think he had a helmet, but it didn't have like a visor like like the um. Oh, look a guy in a helmet like fuck yeah
1: yeah about as generic as what it gets but do you like the the fan art and whatnot yeah you, yeah mate? it's
0: pretty cool um the the juxtaposition is is pretty pretty neat um, Definitely. It's, kinda... it's,
1: it's a weird match that's for sure there it... couldn't be more polar opposites of games but that's why i love it so much it's just so silly and fun
0: I guarantee you it's it's such a slow fucking year when you're having people um, merge Doom and Animal Crossing releases. Oh, they got Fire Emblem art in here. Oh, I do like I do like me some Fire Emblem.
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck. Yeah, but it's not skeevy. It's just them talking about how excited they are about Doom Eternal, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just fans being happy and getting excited about something.
0: I know, this is it's, it's so awesome. wholesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, look, I'm never on Twitter, but like, is, is content normally this wholesome?
1: Yes, Twitter is always a wonderful place, and no one says anything mean yeah. on there ever. Because anyone I'm, listening, <laughs> I, I can, Join
0: I can, friend. I can hear the sarcasm in your tone, but, but like, y- you look that shit up on Tumblr. I guarantee you'll be seeing Pregnant Sonics all over the place.
1: Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out all the bloody time
0: when they come out if they ever when come, they out. come
1: out. Yes, we're in a desert right now. I feel ya, I feel ya, but I, I'm not changing.
0: Fuck, how yeah. I do this intro. We're lone wanderers through a desert of nothing, absolutely fucking nothing.
1: You're not going to play Two Point Hospital when it comes out next week?
0: Two Point Hospital came out like two years ago, man. Yeah, no,
1: but it's coming to Switch. and, <laughs> and <so on.
0: laughs> Who cares?
1: Yeah. I yeah. played it two years ago. Well, you can look forward to my impressions on Two Point Hospital <laughs>
0: <laughs> in okay. the next week or so. Okay, it, it's a strong year when you're getting fucking, you have to get excited about Walson. One of the worst sounding titles I've ever heard.
1: Speaking of one of the worst sounding titles we've ever heard, my name's Zach, and I'm Lockie. <laughs> yes, and I'm here with Lockie, and uh, yeah, we're, we let's start getting cracking on our uh, fucking news to reviews with our news stories for the week.
0: I actually have one news story for you, Zach. Oh, if shit. if I can break break our break our um standard. Oh,
1: shit. hang on, I need to meditate for a moment. I'm I don't know
0: how I feel about this. Sweet. So I've I've got a little little gem for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, I was hopping on Metacritic the other day as I normally do, and they've got this fun little algorithm where I don't think there's anyone intentionally behind it, but they've just got a uh, what ranking your game is of the year so far of your year came out this year. So. Warcraft 3 Reforged is ranked <laughs> 23rd best game of 2020. Wow. Oi. <laughs> at, at Out of po- how many games? Yeah, at a point zero five user score, Um, last time I checked it was rated by over 30,000 people, is the 23rd best game of 2020, everyone, on Metacritic. Yay! <sighs> That's a wonderful achievement by Blizzard.
1: I'm sure they're all like high-fiving up there in the I, I imagine they have like a mission control room <laughs> Fuck I, I don't know I th- How to fuck everybody
0: And also if you take a look at all the critic scores Like there's not actually a lot of critics giving scores To PC games across the board this year so far So I My theory is most of them hung themselves <laughs> I don't know Yeah don't know. Where'd they all go? Someone please do a welfare check on these people It's me. a very It's a very slow year <laughs> That's some fucking dark humor. <laughs> well, let's
1: move from something dark to something uh, a little bit lighter. I, I, well, a, a lot fucking lighter. So, the first story I have here is uh, Sonic is greater
0: than Pikachu. Are you Were you aware of this? Did you know that? I've seen Sonshu, um pop oh. up recently in a couple of pictures. So okay, well, that's just where, where are we story going? altogether. Obviously, oh, the okay.
1: combination of the two is going to be just the almighty, won't it? So. yeah. I don't think something like that could exist. It, or if it does, it already is. It's 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 God or Allah or whatever. And also Sonic. <laughs> what, whatever whatever entity you believe in.
0: Ch- Big Chungus and, and Sonic have been combining a lot lately. I don't know if that that ties into this whole theory.
1: I'm not aware, but, <laughs> but back to the story. This article comes out of Voltron. It It's written by Hale Kiefer. Please tell me I'm pronouncing your name correctly. I'm probably not. Uh Sonic has officially Outpaced the previous video game adaption with the largest box office, last year's Detective Pikachu. The film, co starring Jim Carrey as the evil Dr. Robotnik and James Marsden as kindly Green Hills Sheriff Tom Wachowski, has earned approximately 57 million domestic and 100 million worldwide so far as of last weekend. Is that so many pictures? Uh, And as of Friday, it's uh, at 128 million worldwide. So, yeah. It's uh, it's uh, I don't understand what this how this kind of happened
0: like slow Pokemon, year slow year for movies slow year for yeah games.
1: but no but it's it, it beat out Detective Pikachu which Pokemon is the most valuable IP of all time. Over over the amount of years it's had, it's made more money than any other IP in existence. That is true. So it's just surprising to me that Sonic, just out of nowhere, TKO, <laughs> TKO out of nowhere, just, yeah. just takes out Detective Pikachu. I've got to imagine it's a lot, or at least had something to do with the whole... Sonic Backlash when they first announced it and had the trailer with the really freaky and unsettling, uncanny valley-looking Sonic with the human legs and whatnot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you can't get better PR, in a sense, than that because it's so negative. Mm. Um, I, a lot of people felt like the animators were just taking a massive shit on the franchise with that design. Like, I remember seeing on YouTube just, just all of the outrage videos over it. It was enormous. You could not
1: see a thumbnail on YouTube without that fucking Sonic doing the open mouth expression on there but yeah I, I, and it could be also just because of the meme culture around Sonic you have the whole Sanic thing and whatnot with the, the meme Sonic and stuff so and apparently Sanic makes an appearance in the movie somewhere I, I haven't seen it but yeah, oh, okay. apparently it does show up so they, they understand the, the whole meme thing and they're leaning into that I guess apparently there's also some flossing you can't, you can't hear this right now obviously but I'm cringing very hard <laughs>
0: Who's flossing what? I'm not, I'm not following.
1: Like the dance from Fortnite flossing. Remember it was popular about a year or so ago? Or maybe even two years ago now.
0: Fuck, I've totally missed this because I never, I haven't oh, even played oh, Fortnite. Okay. I don't know. All right, so this isn't going
1: to work very well for a podcast, but I'm going to have to show Lockie what flossing is now. So I'm going to step <laughs> away from the microphone momentarily. And Lockie, I guess you'll have to just try and describe to the audience what I'm doing.
0: Oh, okay. Here I go. All right, so, so yeah. Zach is very... Zach is very clumsily moving around. <laughs> what? what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this is flossing.
1: It's a dance and it's from Fortnite and it
0: was made famous. Somebody call the police. Zachary is assaulting me right now. This it is, is assault, It was made brother. famous by the
1: backpack kid. I don't know how you fuck. haven't heard of the backpack kid. He was yeah. on SNL with Katy Perry and he did that dance. Ah. Huh. So, yeah, that's uh, that's flossing.
0: Um. Yeah, so Sonic does that at one point. God, you, could you imagine like Katy Perry being like she dances a lot. Like, you say what you will about her, she's very poppy and all that. But those pop singers have to dance so fucking much, mm. and then for her to um have that kid come on um I don't know if it was the greatest moment of her life or the worst moment of her life, but it had to be one of the one of the other.
1: Whatever it was, it was viral. Was so. she happy about it? I guess so. I didn't hear like a negative response, but I man, this was years ago. Hey, at this point, so I don't. I honestly don't remember.
0: The I he got I, viral
1: and he got internet famous. Look, so I man, can picture.
0: I can picture her smiling and faking enthusiasm because she's on camera. But I, I don't know. I, I think like you know, you would see like the glint in her eye just disappear. You know, shark eyes. That sort of look.
1: <laughs> that's what I can also picture from Katy Perry. That's uh, that's a funny connection there. Nice. I did
0: not make that connection. <laughs> that wasn't
1: <that> a <laughs> was, was, was What, shark back, sh- Wait, she
0: did a song called Shark Eyes?
1: No, no, dude. There was this whole meme around this. Uh, Katy Perry did a show. I can't remember what the show was, but it had in the background these people dressed up as sharks. And whatever, whoever designed the outfit for the shark, one of them, or both of them, I can't remember, looked super depressed. And so there's <laughs> this, this whole meme of sad shark. And oh.
0: Yeah, so that's what I was assuming you were talking about. No. Said shark
1: eyes. what the fuck?
0: No, shark eyes is a it's a real oh, thing. It, okay. it wasn't it wasn't a meme. It was it's like been around for like the last fucking 50 years in, in just language. Oh my god, it's just people with dead eyes, like people sort of going through the motions.
1: Oh god. So, look, let's move on from this video <laughs> game adaptation to some other video game adaptations. Now, is, I, I, I we I should, sp-
0: we should t- retitle our show as the tenuous um video game <laughs> video game show because, like, everything, it's just so tenuous. Like, it's because Sonic is in the title we get we get to talk oh, yeah, about the movie. Oh, yeah. Just call it the tangent show
1: with some video games.
0: Yeah, I love Ben Schwartz, by the way. Like, he is actually a really funny comedian. Um, so like. I'm, I'm glad to hear that the movie's done well.
1: He was really funny in Parks and Rec. So, another video game adaptation that we may be expecting in the future. And I uh, spoke about this on the Button Mash podcast with the awesome Roger. That should be releasing on a Wednesday. It normally does, so you can look forward to hearing me on there uh, when that pops out. Uh, but we spoke about Overwatch and Diablo animated series coming to netflix what? now this article comes out of games radar and was written by alex avard netflix is working on animated shows based on both the overwatch and diablo game franchise according to president of activision blizzard nick van dyke who has listed the projects in his linkedin profile according to said profile van dyke is an executive producer of diablo a tv adaption of blizzard entertainments ip rendered in an anime style, currently in pre-production for distribution worldwide through Netflix. A little further down, the resume also refers to an anime, animated series based on Blizzard's Overwatch franchise. While Netflix isn't explicitly mentioned here, we can take an educated guess that the streaming service is involved, given that it's working on a similar adaption for Blizzard's Diablo IP. So basically, yeah, old old, old uh, Van Dyke has uh, put in his linkedin that is making these shows so look there's been no official ass- announcements by by blizzard or or by netflix yet but if they're putting in their linkedin i'm i'm sure it's uh, yeah pretty sure it's gonna be coming along and not to mention we have a new overwatch title coming mm. out and then this, that's been announced uh, who knows when that'll come out and then we uh, also have diablo 4 that's that's been announced as well too mm-hmm. so the idea that they could be making shows to tie in with these games is very fucking likely i think
0: I mean, it's it's bizarre, but it makes sense. Like, it's it's one of those things where it would have a fan base. There will be people that will watch it. If it's any good, I'm definitely watching the, the yeah, Diablo I was, one. I was about
1: to say, someone like you who, who loves Diablo and, and, like, is a flan... A flan. A flan. A, a, flan, a, 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 a fan. flamboyant fan. <laughs> a fan of Blizzard games. Uh, yeah. Are you excited about the prospect of a couple of different animes?
0: I mean... Uh, you know what? Not really, because um, <laughs> not really, because I've been burnt before so yeah. many times. Like yeah. um, Devil May Cry, they made that into an anime series, and it was fucking terrible. Um, um, he was always drinking strawberry wine. It was just the weirdest fucking. No, he's drinking strawberry milk out of a wine glass all the time, and they made that a thing. And I don't remember him ever doing that in any video games. Why? That's to give him character, like, yeah. I don't know, it was just a choice that they went with, and it was, I don't know, it was just a bit boring. Um, look, if it's good, I'll be really, really happy about it, if it's shit, which mm. it probably will be, like everything else. I don't know, though, like, the only thing that sort of gives me a little bit of hope for it is
1: the Witcher series, like, that was a video game, also well technically adapted from the novels, but they definitely took inspiration from the video games, adapted to a TV series, and... I had a lot of fun with The Witcher, I thought it was pretty good, so if they could stick to that, uh, at mm. least that quality of uh, characterization and writing and, and story, then maybe we will have something decent
0: there to watch. Yeah, but Zach, they're not. It's an animated series, so they're already cutting budgets dramatically, mm. like because it's cheaper to produce an animated series than it is a so live-action Witcher-level budget production. I don't know unless they got the writers for the Last Airbender, but even that, the Dragon Princess dog shit. So I don't know. I don't. I, know. Think,
1: I think you're totally right. With, I think with any video game adaptation, it's it's always a big wait and see. There's just been too many shit ones. Like there's yeah. they countless. There's it's hard to find good video game adaptations. So yeah, I, I think big wait and see for that
0: one. It hasn't even been announced yet, but. I don't know. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably check it out. Well, props it. to the um, props to the the recruiter on LinkedIn that that's obviously a fan of video games. And while they're actually doing their job, reading through mm. resumes, they're like, "Oh shit, that actually is information." Mm. Fuck, someone did a journalism. It wouldn't have been a journalist though. It was, it was, it would have been a recruiter because <laughs> there's no one else on LinkedIn that are just looking at resumes. Probably very true.
1: <laughs> okay, so the next story. Now this one. This one's a little bit, uh, it been a little bit bizarre, and uh, I don't know. Have you heard of a game called Biomutant?
0: Yes. Yes, uh, I have. And uh, yes, I really want to play that game.
1: Okay. And, and me too, but it just, it was one of those games that it feels like everywhere's just gone radio silent. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was uh, meant to release last year and was delayed to 2020, but they never gave a solid date on when it was supposed to be coming
0: out oh new console Uh, release for sure yeah yeah uh,
1: totally but it it, it was just one of those things though when they go that quiet i think a lot of people were starting to get worried but anyway this article comes out of uh, ign it was written by matt kim Uh, in its first tweet since september 9th 2019 experiment 101 informed fans that biomutant has not been cancelled yeah (laughs) you know it's not the you know you're not doing the greatest at keeping uh communicating with your fans and whatnot if if people are worried that the game's not even being made anymore so <laughs> In a statement, they said, uh, we, "We know how many of you are wondering if the game is still in development. Let us assure you that we've been working harder and more focused on it, uh, more focused on it than now."
0: Yeah, Biomin was one of those games that I was really excited about seeing the trailers for. It looked like it had just so much. It just looked really fun in terms of its mm. action potential. Just having having these cats with enormous swords flying around the flying around the screen.
1: Yeah, I was getting this weird sort of, uh, little bit of a ratchet and clank vibe with just the sort mm. of cartoony and cute yeah. sort of characters. But yeah, I'm down for some like cool, uh, cool combat and, uh, and the whole aspect that you could, uh, you could defeat enemies and then use parts of them to mutate yourself to get, gain different abilities yeah. and whatnot. It just sounded yeah, really fascinating. But I gotta say, like, when I saw this story pop up, I was, I started thinking, oh shit, that's right. That's a game that was supposed to be coming out. And, and, and I started to worry about, whether or not we're actually ever going to see it come out, but uh, even so, at this point, when games have delays like this and they're so silent for so long, I just you got to wonder if there's a lot of development mm. troubles going on behind the scenes. And fingers crossed, something comes out good in the end. I'm hoping for this mm. to be a great game, but uh, yeah, trouble I, development, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit worried about this one.
0: Yeah, look, I think I think it's one of those games where it was intended for the current generation of consoles, but the development started getting pushed back too far for it to be any any viable any longer. So mm. so it was probably it probably is ready for release on on the current generation consoles at the beginning of this year right now but they've decided they're better off holding holding off at this point.
1: Do you do you think you'll still be picking up Biomutant when it comes out or are you yeah. gonna wait and see how it looks when it's released?
0: Oh look, I'll i wait and see. I wait and see mm. on everything. Like unless it's Pokemon, okay. which really was was a big mistake. oh look, it wasn't a mistake. I still sort of liked it. I uh, don't know my man. You we can Yeah, you we're, can't. We're, we're doing a podcast yeah. you now,
1: we're on the front lines here. We're <laughs> playing we're playing we're playing these shitty fucking trash games so that we could tell other people not to waste their money on it. I don't think but it'll
0: yeah. be shit though. I I think, like, even even seeing it in the trailers years ago, it had enough polish and, and, and meat going on in the game for you to go, okay, this is going to be a decent title. Yeah.
1: Well, at the very least, we do know that when it does come out, whatever price it's going to be, it's not going to send us bankrupt. But the PS5, on the other hand, oh, could be a totally different story. <laughs> let's let's wait and see. <laughs> yeah. Now, this article is written by Alex Walker and comes out of Kotaku. Sources have told Bloomberg's technology, Vertical, that the manufacturing costs for the PlayStation 5 have risen to around $450 US per unit which is $669 in local currency. That puts Sony in an enormous world of pain, considering the PS4's estimated manufacturing cost was $381 US, compared to its original launch price of $399. If Sony were to make a profit on each console sold, the cost of the PS5 would be enormous. $699 in Australian terms, or even higher factoring in expenses from shipping and distribution. The other alternative for Sony Mm. is to book a loss on each console sold, recouping the money through services like the PlayStation Plus subscription Mm. that is effectively mandatory these days, given the online-only nature of most games. So, this is is a a little bit worrying, like a a $700 price tag Mm. when it comes to Australia, I definitely think could do some damage to its sales over here for sure. Uh, it's, what what yeah. do you think? Would you be willing to pay seven hundred dollars for a new console?
0: Absolutely, without without even batting batting a, an eye like that's the thing as long as it's under a thousand dollars I think people will will get it I already know I'm getting this the
1: second I can pre-order it I'm going to start paying it off and it's going to cost too much and it's not going to have much to play when it's released but
0: this is the thing when you're a working adult and you don't and you know you're not you're not tied into all of these financial commitments and all this shit and you're you like gaming you will absolutely be more than happy to spend under a grand for a really good console Mm. so Hopefully it is really good, but parents buying it for their kids—I don't know. There, there'll always be rich ass parents that will do that, but like it will be significantly diminished because I mean, when think about think about if you were a parent and you are going to get your kid a a gift on, let's say it's Christmas and the birthday is coming up, you'll you'll be okay with you know copying five hundred bucks, but almost a thousand—I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a lot of money. Even even I think seven hundred is is is. Is, is is just pushing too much? I am pretty sure PS four was around six hundred when it, when it first came out in Australia, and the the other thing that worries me about it is that was a massive reason why why the Xbox uh, uh, lost out to the PS four, mm. particularly at the start of the generation, because Xbox was retailing, I believe it was for four ninety nine, because you had to buy it with the Kinect; they didn't sell it separately to start with uh and, and what a what a wonderful yes. piece of machinery Very and, and technological marvel that great was. great Fuck thinking there. great thinking there so and and playstation yeah came out at 399 so a, a big reason why they dominated so heavily heavily at the start was the the price tag and and just having more exclusives and whatnot helped a lot as well too so if if playstation is going to be the more expensive console then it, it 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 could be in trouble for sony for sure we'll, we'll, but I guess only time will tell right now there's no sort of information on what the xbox series x is going to cost mm. the estimates are around 400 to 450 us so but we'll have to wait and see maybe uh, maybe production costs are going to be going increasing for xbox series x as well yeah, it remains to be seen, but if they can go in at a lower price point than Sony, they might have a good chance of having a good start to the next generation, that's for sure.
0: Do you think the price point, do you think it's even possible for them to um, to, to have the gap larger than 100 bucks?
1: I think 100 bucks is the kind of thing that makes a big difference for sure. That was the difference between the PS4 and the Xbox One originally. Mm uh so there were there were other other factors involved there as well too like the xbox had the whole online only thing that it was doing and you weren't able to share games with friends and whatnot so there was a there was multiple reasons why people went to sony on over xbox but god the prices like yeah that was a that was definitely a massive factor surely uh so i guess we'll have to wait and see I'm, what happens once we? I think we'll, we'll we'll start seeing some prices. I think in the next like you know three to six months, something like that. I'd I'd have to imagine we start to get a better idea of what how things are going to cost. How
0: do you how do you like this though? I've I've been burnt by Microsoft for the last two generation of consoles, and so I'm I'm at this point pretty much 100 percent ready to go for Sony. I don't even care what the machine is if it costs like fucking two hundred dollars more. Whatever, it'll be better. <laughs> But it it'll just be so fitting if it turns out that Microsoft like fucking um kicks into gear and it turns out that they're I don't know their Google Arcadia um merger that they're planning on doing that's not happening I don't know I'm just I'm just yeah, I don't know what you're talking about I man. don't know when when they talk about how they're investing in the cloud stuff you just know that they're going to sell the tech to yeah, yeah it was uh, them and uh, them and Samsung that were teaming up. Well, they
1: go, they'll team up with Google. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> we got to wait for Google. to Google's give, gonna give up re- on Stadia first, I guess.
0: Exactly. Google's got to offload this shit. I don't this know. Fucking Google's turn.
1: never. Google's never given up on any of their projects, though. So. Oh god, a lot of lot of sarcasm this episode. I think I think that's a general theme in our show. Alrighty, now that's the that's the uh, last story for today. It was a it was a pretty pretty uh, brief week, I guess. There wasn't too much juicy stuff out there uh, there is an update yeah, that, to- that real
0: that animal crossing um doom eternal that was uh, some hot stuff i like that mind.
1: i thought that was nice it made me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside so that's, that's the problem cool. that's it why wasn't I
0: wanted to share it it man. wasn't dirty enough it needed to be really fuck. i and and i'm sure it exists and i'm gonna look it up afterwards because i want to laugh rule but, 34
1: man yeah. it, it, if you can think of it it exists in porn yeah yep Alrighty, so in just quickly, in uh, what came out over the last week, we had a uh, corruption came to PC on February seventeenth. <laughs> DCL the game, which I believe is a wait, did I already? I can't remember. I just, DCL remember, or this. DLC? D, no, DCL, DCL the game. It's okay. a game where you race drones. It came to PS4, Xbox One, and PC on February February eighteenth. And then we had a Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th Anniversary Bundle, which I spoke about with Roger on the uh, Button Mash podcast, which I'm actually quite interested in picking this
0: one up because I've never played Bayonetta before and I've yeah. never played
1: Vanquish before, so it sounds
0: pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard good things about Bayonetta. They they made her into the Super Smash character and that's mm. all I really know. She's, she's a sexy witch thing.
1: There you go. And then Under Night in Birth EXE. <laughs> Late then bracket C L. What do you dash R? I feel like no, I just, haven't had a stroke. Yeah, that is no, the title no. of this fucking game. <laughs> what the S- fuck is the that? The way you're saying you look, that, and the way the way you're you saying look at that. Look top top left man. Look at that. And you tell me what the fuck that says.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, please read it to Un- our audience. Undernight, undernight, in birth, EXE, colon late. <laughs> Brackets CL R. Awful, awful, thank awful. You. awful. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. It sounds terrible. Yep. yep. Um, and and I immediately want to see what the reviews are. What are the reviews? <laughs> Three point four user score, everyone. <laughs> um, so pick it up. Undernight Imperfect X C. Oh, 2020. What a what a wonderful year where we.
1: Holy fuck! All right, well, let's uh let's take a quick break here, and oh. then after that we'll get back to.
0: What we've been playing! Do you remember when games were good?
1: Now, so, Locke, you already told me before we started recording that you have not played anything really new this week, so I'm going to just jump right into it and talk about what I have been playing. Awesome. And I've been playing the awesome game, Children of Mortar. Now, this came out in September of last year. And I totally slept on this one, completely missed it. It was developed by Dead Mage and the publisher 11-Bit Studios. And, my God, so it's a, a roguelike dungeon crawler, sort of hack and slash style game. And I know you know this already, Lockie, because you've played this one before. I'm, right?
0: I'm also giving you a happy thumbs up because you're using all those terms correctly, and I love yeah. it. Well
1: done. I got the Lockie thumbs up of approval.
0: Oh, well, it's good. It, it's like watching someone grow before my very eyes.
1: You now I have your approval, Lockie. I can uh, die a happy man. That's Excellent. All, that's all. I, that's the whole reason I started this show was just to win your approval. So
0: I have a question because it's it's going to drive me nuts, um, Zach left a controller um, on my on my table in front of me and okay. I'm just well, very confused. Why am I holding this? Okay
1: seat? well well look I, I, okay I guess I can mix this a little bit into children of mortar just a little little bit more on that before I start talking about the uh, weird contraption that I've, I've, I've attached to my controller. So <laughs> children of Mortar, um, it's, it's like a, a pixel art style game. With, uh, all, all the all the uh, voice acting in it is just the narration by the one person who does a superb job in, uh, in regaling this the story of this world. And I'm only very early into it, but it, the, apparently the, the narrative uh, it goes places and it's and it's uh, quite good. But right now, so far I'm just sort of getting a little bit addicted into the whole roguelike element where you're dying and you're coming back and just getting that little bit further each time. Um, and and the, the gameplay I find is is, is tight like it's simple. Like you're just slashing and then using your special abilities and whatnot, mm-hmm. but but the the, the feedback of uh, of uh, attacking enemies and whatnot works well, and especially when you're playing in co-op as well too. Uh, I've been playing with my my friend Torja, and like someone having someone playing ranged while you're in there, like like up close doing the hack and slash, it's a fun way to sort of handle this game. Uh, did you ever play it co-op, or did you just play it single player? I've
0: just played it single player, so okay. yeah, it, it definitely looks like it's designed more so for a co-op, and it's pretty decent. You've got enough variety in the different characters that you can level up that. Mm. They've got a really unique oh. feel to each of them.
1: Yeah, there's so much stuff you can level up. You have skill trees, you have armor and weapons and stuff you can upgrade. There's like, it, it, there's so much stuff there. And yeah, as Lockie said, multiple characters. I've only unlocked two so far, but there's still like another, uh, I think, another six or so. Oh, you're you
0: you're very early. in. Very early. And yeah, so okay. I've only
1: just for just to clarify, I've only completed the first dungeon and the first boss. Yeah. So that's, yeah, still very early in the game. I believe there's three areas. Each area has three dungeons. And there's, uh, I dare say, there's probably going to be another boss after that as well, too. Just, you know, based on video game design and whatnot. Uh, yeah, but like I'm, I'm having fun with it. It's not normally my kind of game. As, as you know, I don't really play any kind of top-down mm. uh, pixel art style games. The only one I've played recently would be uh, Undertale, which I'm still playing and still really enjoying. Uh, But yeah, so I I guess I'm sort of diving in a little bit to that world and the the first couple of things I've played have been really cool. Children of Mortar, I could definitely recommend. And just to go back to what Lockie was talking about before, I handed him uh, my PS4 controller with my PS4 back button attached to it. So I was actually using this while I was playing Children of Mortar. So basically, the way that thing works that you have, that contraption you have there in your hands, Lockie, Mm -hmm. if you flip that around you'll see it has the two paddles on the back and and a circular LED screen in the middle. So basically the way it works is you just hold down the button on the LED screen in the middle there and that will allow you to select... It won't won't pop up now because the controller's not turned on. That will allow you to use the paddles to select which button you're going to assign those paddles to uh, I believe when I was playing Children of Mortar, I had the left one assigned to uh, X, which is dodge, mm. and the right one assigned to triangle, which is to use your power. And I found that uh, being able to continue using the right stick to attack mm. and then not have to take my thumb off, off of that uh, to use the powers and the dodge, it d- did make a difference in the gameplay. It definitely uh, felt smoother and whatnot. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so the the, the PS4 Dual shock back button, uh, just a, a very quick review on, 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 on that. Uh, if if you're a hardcore gamer and you really want to try out playing with back buttons, it's a pretty inexpensive way. I think it's it's most places it's around fifty bucks, uh, and it just plugs directly into controller. It's really easy to use, uh, and, and and yeah. So if you're if you're a hardcore gamer, maybe maybe give it a crack. If you if you thought that uh, sometimes you're you're hindered by having to take your thumb off the right stick to be able to ah. press the face buttons. So
0: that. so this was designed to plug into the back of your controller. So this is separate to the controller itself. Yeah, so right. it, it plugs oh, okay. directly into the bottom of the controller yep. actually. And yep. uh,
1: it, it, it does have a port in there for your headphones. It is in the spot where normally your headphones will go in. So you can still use headphones while you're using it. Uh, but yeah, for Children yeah. of Mortar, I found it useful. But I, I feel like, uh, and I use it for Days Gone as well too, when I was, I was cleaning up the Platinum on that one oh yeah Platinum days gone last week that was fun um and i used it one side to reload the other side to change weapons and definitely when you have like a horde of a hundred zombies chasing you it's it's nice to be able to still have control of your camera while you're reloading and uh changing weapons and whatnot so yeah if you're uh, if you're really into your gaming and you have a ps4 and you want to give it a crack because there is no elite controller for ps4 then uh, yeah maybe the back button will be for you uh, but yeah, that's if if I'd say for general, the generally button. for anyone, you don't fucking need this. Like if you're the average person, it's, it's very unnecessary. Put it this way: I would not have bought it if it weren't for uh, a bit of content to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. if you, if if you're a hardcore gamer, I could definitely see you being into this for sure. Uh, but, yeah, back to Children of Mortar. And, actually, I think I might leave it there with Children of Mortar because I'm still very early days in it. But, yeah, if you're looking for a pixel art dungeon crawler with those roguelike elements, if that sounds interesting to you, don't go past Children of Mortar. You'll definitely enjoy it. And if you've been umming and ahhing about those kinds of games, I think maybe it'd be worth giving a crack because uh, it is it is pretty cheap. It is an indie game and mm. it, it's it's not too expensive at the moment. Yeah, I think I managed to pick it up for around 15 bucks. So, yeah. Yeah. Um if you have you anything else to say on Children of Mortar for now?
0: Yeah, look, it's a it's a pretty decent game. Um I haven't finished the full game. I look I once I'd unlocked all the characters and I'd sort of gotten them to half halfway through their level skill trees, that's where I started to sort of lose interest. It's decent. It's it's in the same it's like a really low budget, low res Diablo. Oh, okay. Um, in a sense. Because as you're saying it's a top down hack and slash game yep. but Diablo is better
1: okay fair enough and see for me personally i played diablo years ago and maybe it was just a time and place thing i wasn't you know i wasn't ready for that kind of game but hmm. i i couldn't get into diablo 3 i the, the definitive edition or whatever it was called on on ps4 and me personally, I couldn't get into it, but this, I've found myself being able to get into it. But, uh, okay. Maybe it's simply because I've got someone else there to play with. I think that makes a big difference with some of these games. And when yeah. I played Diablo initially, it was just me playing through on my own. So I don't know if that's yeah. made a bit of a difference there as well, too. But, uh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll see how I go once I've had some more time with it and I'll be ready to, once I'm finished, it, I'll be ready to put a review score on that
0: one. I think you've hit the nail on the head, and that's, and that's why it's an interesting way to, to review games and get different experiences because co-op games and games that are specifically designed for a good co-op experience are very different to um mm. doing it single player. Although I played Diablo Three co-op and I fucking love that shit yeah. um co-op. You're just talking shit with your mates while you're playing through the game. But yeah, there, there's a lot to be said about having um co-op. Um, functionality and in that game, particularly, you really do benefit from uh, having something to sort of break up the monotony a bit.
1: Totally, totally. And speaking of something that could uh, benefit from a bit of co op, I totally forgot that you want to do quickly touch base about a game. <laughs> when I think about it, I reckon Metro Exodus would be pretty
0: cool if it had some co-op in it. I think that could make it a lot more fun. I think um it, anything could make it a lot more fun at this point. <laughs> so, so update in the Metro <laughs> Exodus corner. Um, so since uh, last week when I was talking about initial impressions of the game, I decided to explore the open world that I'd finally gained access to, and within about half an hour to an hour, I decided I'm done with this game forever. The game, it it has a lot of potential. It looks so nice. Mm. But once you get past that and once you get past that and once you start to get to explore the world, you realise that there's a whole lot of nothing. Mm. The monsters and creatures that you fight are very repetitive and they're not particularly great in their movement. They get really janky when they're coming at you. And at the beginning of the game, it tricks you into believing um, it's freaky and this is okay because you can't see too well. Because uh, you're underground in a tunnel, but once you're out in the open world during the daylight, you you see these things fucking move around, and you're just like, okay, this is this is a lot like um, well, it's a lot like Fallout Three back in the day with how they would move, and and. You just you're just thinking to yourself the entire time. I could be playing Fallout Three.
1: Yeah, and you're d- you're definitely echoing my sentiments on the game as well too, because that was a big problem with me. Like, yeah, it looks fantastic, and yeah, you can see the potential there. I don't mind games when they do the you know the really uh, over the top animations for reloading and you know wiping stuff away from your visor and all that kind of stuff. I find that stuff like cool and, and immersive, but. It was all just, the way it was done was all so slow and janky. The animations of the enemies and whatnot were, were, were really not that great. It, mm. and, and you're right, it was like Fallout 3, the way they'd move around the environment and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I completely, we, we did the exact same thing. We both played for a while, got into that open world area and nope, the fuck out
0: of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, oh, this is interesting. Where's this going? And you're just like, eh. Uh, anything left to say on Metro Exodus? Or- um it's yeah, it's not the game for me um, and I can now understand why it doesn't have a particularly great user score.
1: And with that <laughs> that is it for news to reviews for another week, another week down the down the, down the oh, no, down the podcasting tubes. Oh, this was episode 20, by the way. We just hit episode 20. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, we can almost uh, legally drink in America. Oh, wait. That's 21 years, not days. But still, you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Well, look, I appreciate you trying to sort of make it end on a high note there because it got pretty dour yeah. uh, <laughs> throughout. I'm to get, get
1: people in a good mood yeah. so I can plug our shit. So, if you want to tell us, us. Celebrate. what you thought about Metro Exodus or just any of the stuff that we've spoken about today, you can... Say Send us an email to news to reviews podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on all the socials Facebook Twitter and Instagram Twitter is the best place to keep up with everything that we're doing our Twitter handle is at news to reviews and that's with a number two instead of the word 2 I'm just gonna wait to talk (laughs) fuck it then (laughs) 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 fuck you then Lockie says goodbye (laughs)
0: looking at me expectantly. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I want you, in in the spirit of ending things on a high note, I want you to think about a, a really good moment in your life where there were all these really great games coming out um, and, and hold on to that moment because perhaps if we all hope really hard, someday we might get, 10 to 20% of that feeling again.
1: And while you're doing that, please take care of yourselves and take care of one another.
0: (laughs) Yeah.